Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers! We are back, baby! We are back recording this on December 14th where the Lions are just trying to edge, scratch, claw, bite some kneecaps on their way to the playoffs. And a big one as they travel to New York, this time to play the Jets. They already defeated the Giants once in New York. They will slay the Jets of New York next. And we have a lot to talk about previewing that upcoming game. But before we do, let's get to the Blue Kool-Aid crew. So at Big Z, let's get to the other two that are here. Bob. Season's greetings, everyone. Nah. Very, very <laughs> merry. Very merry of you. And then Red Dog. Yo. All right, gentlemen. So the Lions are one-point favorites this week, traveling on the road against the New York Jets. The over-under is 44-and-a-half, so a little lower than we're used to for a Lions game, at least the over-under from Vegas. But, man, there is a lot to be excited about. Um, Pretty good injury report right now, too. Um, Everybody seems relatively healthy on the line. Maybe we'll get Evan Brown back this week, uh, perhaps. Mm. But um, after the big win against the Vikings, relatively unscathed. And the, the Jets are actually the ones dealing with some big injuries, um, especially Quinn and Williams. They're um, best, Sword. probably their best defensive player, the defensive tackle. Uh, he hasn't practiced all week. He was out last week. Um, so if, if he wasn't, if he didn't play this week, you know, it wouldn't be the end of the world for us. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, you want to go against the best, but at the same time, we're trying to get the playoffs here. So <laughs> Not during a playoff, but we'll, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then their quarterback situation is very interesting. Mike White, uh, he he was taken to, via ambulance to the hospital after their last game because he just kept getting drilled in the ribs all game. He hasn't thrown all week, um, but he's still projected to be the starter. And Zach Wilson, uh, the much maligned second round draft pick um, from a year ago, who was benched uh, and, and inactive for the last three weeks, has now been promoted back to backup on the team. So uh, yeah. <laughs> we were you playing Mike White uh, or Zach Wilson uh, this week. Like Not Joe Blanco, he looked terrible. It sounds like well, from what I've read, it's going to be Mike White. I mean, yeah, they, he's projected to be the star, but uh, did you see um, Mike White said that his uh, toddler was tackling him and he felt fine. So he's good to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> was he tackling him in the leg? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, Tested out the ribs, I guess. Sounds but, like a full yeah. plan to me. <laughs> I guess we'll see if you can throw it deep or not. Maybe the Lions will, uh, you know, play up a little closer. Maybe let, you know, be a little more aggressive on some of the deep throws. Yeah. Did you see that shot he took drone. against the Bills? Oh yeah, it's a, yeah. it was dirty. 
I mean, not a dirty hit. Yeah, it was a clean hit, but it was just nasty. Yeah, wicked. That's the better word. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and he he came back. I think he left the game twice and came back twice. His teammates lauded him for it. At least his toughness. Um, They they lost the game twenty to twelve. They they are they are battling for their playoff lives as well. So this they're 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 going to get the full effort from the Jets this game because they are reeling right now. Um, they are right now sitting right at the edge. I think they're actually out of the playoffs if the season ended today. Yeah, they're they're behind the they're tied with the Patriots and the Chargers, but don't have the tiebreaker. They're seven and six. Um, but they've lost two in a row. They lost a game they should have won against the Vikings, a 27-22, and then lost to the the Bills in Buffalo, twenty to twelve. So they're struggling because they got off to a hot start at five and two, and now they're down to seven and six. So, uh, mm. I mean, uh, just the playoff. What we're looking for in the playoffs um, this week, the games to watch at least. The Commanders play the Giants. Um, that's on Sunday Night Football. Uh, they are, they have the same record, so I, I would probably root for the Commanders to win that one because I think they're the stronger team out of the two. The Giants are probably more likely to lose uh, out. And then the Seahawks on Thursday night football are playing the 49ers at Seattle. So mm. go 49ers this week uh, so the Lions can yeah. leapfrog yeah. them going forward because Seahawks have 49ers and Chiefs and Jets back-to-back-to-back, and then they played the Rams the last game of the season. So we really got to hope that the Seahawks lose two of those three. And the Lions yeah. went on because the Seahawks are, have mm-hmm. the tiebreaker over us, unfortunately. And the tie that the Giants have with the Commanders, stupid tie. Um, it hurt the Lions. It hurt the Lions' playoff chances because now because they, they had the tiebreaker for both those teams, again. and now there's going to be no tiebreaker. If they tie again, then that's great for us because wins is the first go. It's not win percentage. Right. So, anyways, uh, th- those are games to watch for. What to watch for this weekend? So. What are you? What are you guys looking for this week out of the Lions um, that we haven't, uh, you know, that nobody's maybe talking about quite so this week? Yeah. Well, one thing I'm looking for is I'm hoping that that run game can uh, pick up a little bit because it's been down the last couple of weeks. I mean, we had the passing game going, so we didn't really need it as much. But uh, I think being outdoors and I mean the weather should be decent. It's what 39 degrees, I think. I don't know if it's gonna be windy or not, but. Uh, That'd be good for that kind of an outdoor cold game to be able to grind it out on the ground. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How about you, Red Dog? Yeah, I would have definitely yeah. agreed with the run game. I, I think they started, I think the first, I think before the bye week, actually, the Lions are averaging over 5.2 yards per carry. Um, and since the bye week, it's actually like around 3.7. So it has gotten a lot worse, but the passing game's picked up, obviously. So they haven't caught I think the big thing here is just continuing the trajectory. Uh, it's it's continuing to play complete team ball, all three phases, uh, execution. You know, continue to clean up those penalties, and just just keep gelling as a team, and just you know counting on each other that they like they've been doing. This team believes in each other, and if they just keep doing that, I think we're just going to seek sustained success. Definitely. And uh, uh, I was I was trying to look up the weather. While you, uh, um, so Sunday, it looks like high 38, low 29 uh, in New York. I know it's not New York, but East Rutherford's right next to it. Um, and uh, sunny. It looks like it might be sunny. So hmm. the sun will be shining down on the Lions <laughs> that day. <laughs> All right. It always shines down on the Lions. 
They went in their <laughs> dome. Um, but yeah, this is this is a really fascinating matchup. I, the Jets are a really fun team too. They got a lot of youth. Um, Robert Sala, he was a, a lot. Who a lot of people thought the Lions uh, would hire to be their head coach, and he, he seemed to be, you know, pushed off to the side almost immediately after his interview. And the reports came out that he, he didn't have a great interview with the Lions, um, despite all his Michigan ties. But another interesting angle on this is right now the leader, I think it. I think it's like minus 400, uh, which is a heavy favorite, is Sauce Gardner to be Defensive Rookie of the Year. But right behind him uh, is Hutch. So this would be a great game for Hutch to maybe overtake him to be Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, I, yeah. I, want, I mean, Hutch's game just keeps ascending. It's it's just incredible to watch uh, the ascension of, of Hutch this year. Oh, yeah. He's growing every game. He's just he's 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 starting to hit the the stat columns a little more consistently, but he's just a consistent force out there. Like even when he's not getting there, he makes it easier for everyone else on that line to make plays. He's a force of nature out there. Yeah, and it'll be interesting testing out Sauce. I mean, that guy—that's what you hope for when you're drafting a defensive back. Somebody just hit the league running like he's done. He's been amazing this year, but. Uh, He's he's got a bigger challenge this week going up against the Lions because our passing game is really clicking. So let's see if if uh, he's good at ball hawking too. So see if Goffin can keep it clean still like he's been doing. Yeah, this this is a tough deer. The Jets' defense is legit. It's the offense that's given him a lot of um, concerns. But this is this is definitely a really solid defense uh, that they have put together. And it, in lieu of like Salah, he he was the defense coordinator for the 49ers. He's brought a lot of that over, especially that four three scheme. Carl Lawson, uh, Quentin Williams if he's healthy, then Quan Alexander, C.J. Mosley is a beast at linebacker. Quincy Williams at linebacker too, a guy that I read the Lions should be targeting after this uh, season uh, as a free agent to come mm. over. Quincy Williams, yeah. so take maybe take a look out for him. Uh, but Lamarcus Joyner, D.J. Reed, they they, they are deep. Um, they have Solomon Thomas on this team too, uh, as a rotational piece, uh, and he was a former top five draft pick at the tackle. So they got a lot of pieces. They a defense especially, and it's it's won them a lot of games this year. It's the reason that they're seven and six. Gonna be a good challenge for our O, especially that O line. I think if they keep playing like mm-hmm. we know they can, I think we'll be all right. Definitely. Though. I'll be really fascinated to see how they uh, defend Amon Ra. Are they going to put? Are they going to have Sauce's travel around with him? Or uh, I mean, the Lions have DJ Shark too. I'd imagine Sauce goes against Shark more in this game. Uh, so if you're a fantasy owner, you know if you're a true believer in Shark, go for it. Uh, I, I think the Lions might be looking elsewhere if, if Sauce is guarding Shark most of the game. But not to uh, mention uh, Reynolds. I do want to see James Williams burn. I want to see JMO, yeah, burn uh, sauce in this game. I think that'd be great. I think that'd, that'd be awesome. absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it. Jameson Williams had the fastest catch of yeah. any wide receiver last week in the NFL. He's ninth fastest overall, um, but the rest were kick returns and uh, punt returns. So he, he was the fastest player, not in special teams, uh, on the field on that 41-yard touchdown catch, which I thought was pretty cool. That looked like just yeah. like a so giant sure secondary, too. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So in holiday mealtime, do you really want to burn the sauce like that? You know. No. Sorry, that's all I got right now. <laughs> Saucy. Um. 
and then on the offensive side of the ball for New York, obviously we mentioned the quarterback uh, health. Mike White is an on and off starter for this New York Jets team over the past few years. Um, wide receiver, they're actually they're pretty solid at wide receiver. Garrett Wilson is an excellent wide receiver um, from Ohio State, taken before Jamison Williams. So J- J- mm-hmm. unlike Amon Ra, who has a long list of wide receivers taken before him, uh, Jamison Williams can at least have Garrett Wilson on that list. <laughs> yeah, you, a couple in his locker. Yeah, it's just like a couple names right there. Chris Olave, long enough. Yeah, um, Corey Davis. He he's he's solid. Although I'm not sure if he'll be playing this week. Uh, he's he's questionable right now. Elijah Moore has been a solid piece for them. Braxton Berrios is a gadget guy for them. They'll they'll motion him a lot. They'll get him in the screen game. Uh, probably a reverse Denzel Mims. So they're pretty deep at wide receiver. Where you really got to take advantage of them as their um, offensive line. Um, I like that matchup. It, it, it's less than stellar, and the way I think the way Hutch is playing, uh, Aquara. I don't know what we'll get out of him, but uh, Houston on the third and long. Get this team in third and long. It it, it is a, a good recipe uh, for for success we, against our team. We keep shutting down the run like we have been. We'll be just fine there too. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Again, the Lions top ten uh, DVOA in defense. Uh, I think top nine actually uh, since the bye week uh, in the NFL. So, that, that, again, it's just been all really great uh, <laughs> so far. Turn this around. But, man, uh, I'm just really excited to see the Lions go on the road. They, they've been doing all this offensive performance at home the last three games, which has been phenomenal to see. This will be a great challenge for the offense uh, going on the road because I think that the last time they faced a defense like this on the road was against the Patriots, and it didn't go so well. Now, those way earlier in the season, we have a lot different health. Uh, and th- it wasn't a meaningful December game. So I'm I'm just super mm-hmm. pumped for this game. I think the spotlight will be on them because everybody's been talking about them this week, about their their, their sudden play. Uh, a lot of Dan-, Dan Campbell right now, second in the coach of the year as well in, in Vegas. Uh, the favorite's Nick Sirianni, uh, the Eagles head coach, which is probably well-deserved since they are – Head of the fields uh, <laughs> over everybody right now. Um, but second is Dan Campbell. Second is yeah. Dan Campbell. If we win out win and it. run the table, I think he's got it. Absolutely. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, so exciting times, exciting times. Uh it's just nice to go this late in the season with a meaningful game to watch. Uh and not <laughs> right, like not you know, having drafts. the having the yeah, having the debate the last three years we've had of do we want them to win, or is it okay if they lose? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and we can still uh, still root for the Bears, you know, for draft pick reasons. But it's for our Rams pick, so you know, our, we don't, we're just following that one. So right, so it's like it, it's <laughs> we get two Christmas presents. We can root for the Lions to win and a, another team to lose and get a better draft pick. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. Oh man, uh, this this Jets team. Um, they're tough though. They, they they'll they'll play you hard. Uh, they they will not quit. Uh, I, I will give them that. So this will be a tough one for the Lions. But the Lions also don't quit. So <laughs> I think this is going to be a really grinded out game. A really really physical game. Much more physical than the Vikings game. Um, mm. But that excites me. That excites me. It should excite you guys and all our listeners. I'm excited. And our producer Kid J. You and our producer Kid J. Hey, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so actually we're gonna cut over now to uh spilling 
the blue Kool-Aid, uh, where our Lady Lions uh, had yeah. a short little segment on this uh, before we head into the weekend. <laughs> Thank you so much, Big Z and Kool-Aid crew. Uh, we are the Lady Lions, and we are ready to spill some Kool-Aid. Woo! Hello, everybody. Woohoo! After a Lions victory, it couldn't get any better. Um, I am J-Dog, and I'm here with Lil G. What's up, Lions fans? Okay, so, oh my goodness, that game was incredible. Against the Vikings, huge game in our home, like on our home turf. And you were there, Lil G. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? So I was there. This was my last regular season game that I could attend at Ford Field this year. And the atmosphere was insane. Like, going in, the lines to get up the escalators and stuff were so long. The energy was palpable. Everyone was excited. Like, I don't think anyone felt doubt that we were going to win. Like, everyone just kind of expected it. But it was, like, a good energy um and the crowd there were so many great chants there was a super bowl chant at one point and everyone was making fun of the skull cheer that the vikings fans do um and there was even a wave so it was incredible it'll be a day i remember for the rest of my life that is amazing and how crazy is that too as lions fans i feel like so many times in the past i felt really confident about a game but it like didn't pan out yeah. in the way like I just had so much hope because we're Lions fans and we're like built on hope. Right. But like you really came into that game like thinking, well, like we can do this, though. And it just panned out in that exact way. Like, wow. I know. It's so refreshing. It's so refreshing. And it's so funny, too, because while you're watching the game, you know, you immediately have people going, oh, great. They're going to keep throwing to Hawk and they're going to keep getting in. You know, there's going to try to shove it down our throats and whatever, we're not going to win. And it's like, but then they just kept stopping them, defense stopping them. Our offense was just firing on all cylinders mm-hmm. um, and not any one person. I mean, everyone was getting touches on the ball. Like everyone, everyone contributed to this game. Right. It's just, it's like, I can't even put into words what it's like to watch Lions these days. It's just amazing. It truly is. It seems different. I know we've talked about this a little bit before, but my dad keeps getting me. He's like, he just is so like the way he talks about it right now. It's just different. It's different. Yeah. And you just can feel it and how he says it. And I couldn't agree more. I, this is just fun football to watch. Yeah. I mean, from beginning to end, it's fun football. For our dads to say it's different. Finally, they've been waiting for it to be different their whole lives. So it's like, oh my gosh, it is different. <laughs> right it kind of gives us that extra boost of hope like oh my goodness we're like we are seeing something special um and I mean you can't help but feel that this is something special when they come out and that play with Jameson Williams like his first catch in the NFL is just like this random miraculous wide open no no one covering him touchdown Mm -hmm. he goes runs gives the ball to his dad I love that like those are the kind of moments that are just like you know, you don't forget those moments. Yeah. Um, and everyone's just so supportive. The team seems so supportive of each other. I mean, if someone makes a play, everyone is celebrating on the sidelines, on the on the field. Um, I did laugh at that. Did you notice? Well, I don't know if you noticed because you were there, but they kept showing Goff trying to get 
to Jameson Williams. And he was like going through crowds of people like like he just had to get to him to like congratulate him. But he just kept running around the sideline because he was trying to go to his dad. And, and it it made me giggle. That's funny. Um, <laughs> but anyways, it was uh, what an incredible game. Um, okay, so let's move on to because we are golf girls mm-hmm. and we've established that, especially the last time we were on the pod. Um, we are golf girls. We believe that golf is the guy. Yeah. He could take us to the promised land. He has all that he needs. He is talented enough, but not to mention, I mean, he has the people around him. Like, right. But he is our leader. He's our leader. He's awesome. So let's talk about our golf play of the game. You want to yeah, so take it away? Golf had a lot of great throws this game. Um, but one that stood out to us was his pass to Chark down the sideline for a touchdown. Um, it was a one-play one touchdown drive. And it was just a perfectly thrown ball up the sideline and Chark just just had to grab it. I mean, it was just so, so cool to see that type of throw from him because I knew I've always known he could make those type of throws. And finally, we're throwing deep balls like a lot, which is amazing. I mean, he just seems like his confidence level just keeps going up every game. Oh, yeah. And. I think it's a testament to this team and the coaching staff, too. I mean, like, I've listened to a lot of uh, his interviews and talking about Ben Johnson and, like, how he, like, really supports him and listens to the things that he is thinks are good ideas mm-hmm. and they'll talk him out. And I feel like they are really a good team. Yeah. And it's showing yeah. now. And I feel like... Goff even said he's playing the best football of his career. Which I always and knew. And everyone's, like, agreeing with. Yeah. If he would just, I always knew if he would just play confident, he could play amazing. And now he's doing it, which is what we, it's just, we we knew this yes. was going to happen. Yeah, we did. We, we've known him for a long time. We've been on the Goff train. We have. And it's, you know what? This train is going strong. It is. It's rolling. Um, oh, my goodness. Actually, the funny thing about the one pass for a touchdown um, I was listening to an interview of Ben Johnson and he was like, you know, people always talk about like some good drives with like 12, 15 plays or whatever. And he goes, yeah, like that's great. And like these young coaches will come up to me like, yeah, that was a 12 drive play. He goes, yeah, like I'd much rather a three, three, uh, <laughs> three play drive. <laughs> three plays would be great. He's like, I like the I like big the way plays. He He's like, I like that. Same. I'm like, and I would, I'd like to see more of that Ben Johnson. So let's go. So moving on from that, let's talk about our content of the week. And actually, it involves our guy Goff. It does. Um, Finally, I feel like, have we given it to a player yet? I don't think, I think last time we did give it to like the Detroit Lions yeah. media. But I think this, this week Goff is, Goff's getting a lot of love from us. Goff himself is winning um, content of the week. This week, he posted on his story a meme of Sewell's uh, first down catch with a cat that also looked like Sewell's first down catch. <laughs> and it was really funny. I don't know. Me and J-Dog were really giggling at this. Um, so Goff obviously has some humor about it. And also, it's awesome to see him like support his teammates on social media. Absolutely. Um, I mean, not to mention that Sewell catch was incredible and so out of the blue and wonderful oh i know it's such a props to the o-line but goff putting it up there on his social media and like giving him props but also just making a joke and being funny is 
kind of fun. It's like, you know, these guys are having fun right now. Right. Exactly. Oh my gosh. And so kind of piggybacking off of that, our runner up for content of the week is also, you know, Sewell gets a lot of love from us too. He does. I have to say. He does. Um, but uh, our runner up is from Isabella Ford, which is Sewell's girlfriend. And she posted a lot because she brought uh, Sewell's little baby Malachi to his first ever Lions game. And he's um, good luck. And she posted, oh my gosh. I mean, I think he has to come from now on, right? Yeah, every game. I mean, um, but yeah, and then in her post, it said uh, Malachi's first game and daddy's first NFL catch. It's just Which perfect. Was just, oh, uh, I mean, you can't play. It doesn't it. get better than that. No, no. And you know what? Just football is family. I love, you know, when they break it down in the huddle and everything, they always say one, two, three family. Yep. And that really is how this team feels. Um, so thank you to our great content. content, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Yes. And everybody else, keep that content coming. Yep. Because, man, there was a lot of content this week that was you know, up there. there was, there was, it's getting better every week and it's getting harder to pick a winner every week. And that is so true. So true. And you know what else is going to get harder every week and has been, and you've already talked about it is who are you not giving roses to this week? And you have to pick two people this week, little G, because uh, we missed last week. So who are the two people? Well, first of all, tell us your list again. Remind us of who's on your list for your favorite player, potential Jersey person, the guy you're going to support. So I was hoping you were to forget about this, but who we have left, we have Jared Goff, Hutch, Kirby, Joseph, Rodrigo, Okuda, and Sewell. And I have to eliminate two this week. And with a heavy, heavy heart, and I'm being serious about this. I have to eliminate both Kirby Joseph and Rodrigo this week. Um, very, very quick reasoning. Kirby Joseph, his flips make me nervous when he comes out of the tunnel. <laughs> and I'm worried that he'll be injured. And that's just stress I can't live with every week. And Rodrigo, mm. I love a good cowboy, but I don't think that's like my favorite players. going to be my favorite players thing. So um, <laughs> thank you both for being here. But I, you will not be receiving roses this evening. That is tough. And as always, we hope that you take the frustration and anger you feel from this rejection <laughs> and you use it in the next game. Um, make some tackles, maybe a pick six, you know, like the things that you just need to do to get this, you know, frustration out of your system. Exactly. But we believe in you. So let's see, your list is down to, it's really getting down to what, four people? Yeah, because we only have four more games. Oh, boy. So I mean, stay tuned, guys. Are, it's gonna be this is getting tougher every week. So we'll see. I don't. I don't know who's gonna win at this point. Oh boy, I'm. I'm curious. I know we're all on the edge of our seats. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, what a week! I hope everyone's had a great victory. Not only Monday, but week. Uh huh. And you're drinking that Kool Aid like our guys over drinking the Kool Aid. And man, just feel that positive energy for the Lions and let's enjoy the rest of the season. Woo! Let's do it. Let's make the playoffs. Yes. Let's do it. Are you ready? All right. So you ready? All right. One, One two, two, three. three. Go. Go. Lions! Lions! 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. So thank you to the Lady Lions uh, for spilling well Boo Kool-Aid solid, this week. Solid. We always greatly appreciate their contributions to the podcast. But now, Thanks gentlemen, Lady I think we're going to dive headfirst into the Hudson. And get ready for our <laughs> prediction. <laughs> so, as I mentioned, Lions, one-point favorites on the road. We think that's probably too small, I'm going to guess. Um, and over-under is 44.5, so a little lower scoring uh, projected here for this game. But we'll start with you, Rudd Dog. How do you feel about this game? What are you predicting? <laughs> I feel good. I-, I like this game. I think, you know, this is a tough team. Uh, you can't take them lightly, but I don't think. Dan Campbell's going to have this team taking anyone lately. I think they know exactly what they got to do, and it's what they've been doing, just coming out every week, being steadily, you know, steadily improving in practice and growing. And the thing is, we got the horses. Like, I think this isn't going to look that much different than, like, the Giants game where, you know, they're tough, they're scrappy, but we just outclass them in certain key positions. Like, I I like how we match up against Quinn and Williams because we got Frank Rag now. We got Penny Sewell. We got Eric Decker. Like, hell, even Jonah Jackson. Like, I like that matchup. I think we're going to continue our just to be kind of dominant like we've been. Uh, I think we're going to show that we're the better team. The offense is going to just do a steady, efficient scoring thing like it did last week. I'm predicting another 30-plus points, 39 to be precise. And uh, I think the defense, defense is going to be solid. I think they're going to give up one. Uh, you know, late in the game, one touchdown, but uh, damn, that's too bad. That's, I know it's just gonna be kind of like, damn, we lost the the shutout, but we kind of just you know dominated that team, thirty nine to seven. I think this team is gonna just you know be the next uh little bump on the road to victory in the Super Bowl this year, baby. All right, we like it, we like it. All right, let's go to Bob. All right. So you said they're diving into the Hudson. So Sully Sullerberger going to land the team plane and they're going to row to shore with all their equipment. Sure, why but, not? Uh, yeah, and then they'll dry off, you know, get warm inside, and then come out and establish fight, a beachhead, uh, fight the damn Jets. Yeah, I like this. I like this matchup. Um, well, I like that we're. I think we can win this matchup. Plus, I think it'll be a good test for the Lions. You know, steel sharpens steel. That whole thing. Because um, mm. I, I think they they do have a really good defense and. Um, they have a good coach that gets them fired up. But uh, I think what we're doing right now, it doesn't matter who we play. We just got to play our game, and I think the Lions will do well. And and uh, so I think we're going to win this one pretty uh, pretty handily. Um, mm. We're going to give up uh, a 
couple touchdowns, but we're going to score more. They could probably hold us under 30 points the way I, I'm seeing it. Uh, so I'd say 28-17 Lions. Mm. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll all right. I'll play them in all, every phase of the game. And I, I like your uh, JMO thing. I think they, they're going like, to feature them even more this week. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Um, awesome. We love that one. We love it. I know the listeners love it. The Bukuli drinkers love it. The Lady Lions love it. Everybody loves it. Um, <laughs> that's a great prediction. Uh, I want to mention UJ, uh, who is not on the podcast, said um, he predicts, despite the favorable weather, the Jets will be grounded because uh, <laughs> being cited. Oh, Cause being cited as a lion attack. I'm just reading his uh, <laughs> here. Score will be 31 to 13. Lions. Yeah. Ooh. All right. So that's three for the lions. What will I roll with? What will I roll with? Um, okay. So, uh, Bob, you did mention that the Jets. Uh, they don't give up 30 points. Uh, they all have. They have only given up 30 once all year, and that was to the Browns in Week Two where they had the miraculous comeback uh, and they let the Browns score 30. <laughs> it was, they, they had 23 of the Browns and then they let them score the, the last, the last touchdown. Cause they want to get the ball back and it worked because they came back and won. Um, oh, wow. Cause Nick Chubb just, all he had to do is fall to the ground. Yeah. He didn't do it. <laughs> kind of like Todd Gurley last year against. Oh us. yeah. Was that last year <laughs> or two years ago? Yeah. It was two like, years ago. Maybe two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah two years ago. Um, Anyways, this is going to be a tough one. This is going to be a really tough game. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting it to be pretty close, actually, because, uh, I mean, both teams are it's strength on strength, offense against defense. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm going to go 24 to 20 Lions oh. in this one. I think it, that over-under is right near on the button there. Um, but the Lions, I think the Lions are due for, like, a close game like a hard-fought victory in a close game uh and i could see it against this jets team especially on the road but i like them coming out on top with a late touchdown drive this will be jared goff's moment I, like jared, jared goff hasn't had like that season defining moment yet because at least the last couple weeks we've been just kicking the defense's ass and like he hasn't had like the drive yet and i feel like he's gonna have the drive in this one late in this game hmm. so all right i like it. that's my that's my prediction. That's all of our predictions. And we know all our blue Kool-Aid drinkers out there are predicting a Lions victory, too. And if you're not, you are somewhere deep down inside. You are. Yeah. <laughs> you need some more Kool-Aid. See, I know he hasn't had the drive yet, but I'd be okay, too, if we just have double-digit wins going. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Skip the drive yeah. this year. Just win it all. <laughs> I like that. Fair enough. Hey, no, I, I, I guess I will settle for that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> No, but we've all darn. picked we the Lions again. victory. That's right. <laughs> it, it's amazing how that always happens. Uncanny. <laughs> so um, I, I think we're going to wrap it up here, but we want to thank our Lady Lions for spilling the blue Kool-Aid. We want to thank our um, podcast uh, host or one of our hosts, um, sidelinereport.com sidelinereport.com go on there um they help host the podcast a lot of great articles with brad berryman and the team um we want to thank our producer kid j
<laughs> I think that's our UJ first time doing it without UJ to orchestrate it. But, yeah. <laughs> so, um, we got it done. We got it done. You know, we got the job done. Um, and we want you, if we want to hear your predictions. So, Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Follow us on there. You can also email us, uh, Drinking the Blue Kool Aid at gmail.com if you have any questions or you want to send us an audio thing that we can play on there so do that as well although we appreciate any and all forms of interaction with the podcast and my phone number is uh, no um not right now at least <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh so <laughs> uh we just want to thank everybody for listening we know we have a great weekend ahead of us uh tr- as the lions travel to new york so we want to thank everybody for listening we really appreciate you have a great sunday and last but not least, as always, go, 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 go. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave, rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain. Alliance victory.